You are listening to episode zero of Another Bad Call. In this week's non-episode episode, we get our feet wet in the podcasting world and try to work the kinks out in the show that we're putting together for you about football and some other nonsense. So we hope you listen, enjoy, feel free to give us some feedback, and stay tuned for our first real episode next week. Thanks for giving us a listen. Lost what felt like it all in a game Every man I've measured died to hurt me before I could ever feel safe Great for that union, would you die to and be abusing? Unsure intentions, are you using? Bit confusing, what are you choosing? Saw me as a queen, but wary of the greed Would I be what you need? Would it lead to more defeat? Would I just be a notch on your brain? It means and I saw love in your eyes Felt the power in between my thighs A stallion, a dark knight, never lie Welcome to Another Bad Call, a show where we talk fantasy football and other nonsense. I'm your host, Justin West, and my sidekick here is a man who's never seen a ref make a call that he's agreed with. J.D. True story. J.D. West. <laughs> oh, what's going on, big bro? Not much, man. It's, uh, it's an exciting time here. Football season's about to start. Um, been doing a little bit of research, not, not nearly enough. I uh, feel ill-prepared, but I got... Uh, Got about ten days uh, before my big draft. Uh, how about you? Oh, you're you got some time then. I, I've actually got three drafts coming up on Sunday, so I, I got to get my button gear real quick. Wow, that's uh, yeah. You 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 better uh, you better be on top of it. Uh, we're we're here recording right now on uh, August twenty third. It's a Thursday night in uh, lovely, we'll call it uh, Chicagoland region. Yeah, that's close enough. You know, within 50 minutes counts as Chicagoland anymore, right? Hey, you know, I might be a little bit closer, but we're we're the diehard Bears fans around here, so. Yeah, navy and orange got to bleed it. Absolutely. What do you What do you think, uh, my man Mitch is going to do for us this year? Uh, I honestly expect he's going to do about as much as he did last year. Uh, maybe a little step forward. Uh, but he's still a young QB with a brand new offensive coordinator, and uh, they're going to throw a lot at him. Uh, we do have an upgraded uh, receiving core, but we upgraded from guys off the street. So, you know, if we get to six wins, I'll be happy. Wow, I, I'm kind of surprised you're not buying into the hype. I think uh, this this machine. I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year, but I, I think the they're going to scare some people and and. I wouldn't be surprised to see them get to eight, nine wins. All right. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I think they're going to be exciting to watch. Uh, I think we got a good young core, uh, but I don't think this first year is the year. Well, well, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. I like the Matt Nagy theory of just uh, air that ball down the field and see what happens. So it, it's definitely going to be a lot more exciting than John Fox ball. Well, yeah. And, uh, you know, who do we have in our receiving core last year that, I mean, are any of them left over? Uh, well, I, I think Kevin White was on the roster, but, yeah, nobody. Well, he's still a leftover. There you go. 
So, uh, one of the things we're going to do on this podcast uh, every week is not only are we going to talk, we're going to make sure that we have a little bit of a adult beverage in front of us. Uh, what What are you drinking tonight, Josh? Uh, we're going with the old faithful. We've got a Knob Creek smoked maple. Ooh, hitting the hard stuff. I like it right off the bat. Yeah, you know, it's uh, nice and chilled. Nice little thing to sip on. What about you? Good stuff. Uh, well, I've got a, uh, it's called Geeks and Memes. It's a milkshake IPA with apricot uh, flavoring from Windmill Brewing in Dyer, Indiana. It uh, was one of their anniversary releases that they had uh, just a couple weeks ago. So it's it's pretty darn tasty. Oh, very, very nice. What's the percentage on that one? Oh, geez. It's about seven. It's about seven. Mm. See, you're you're hitting it hard too. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I like I like the heavy beers. Yeah, I can't blame you on that one. So, uh, with the season coming upon us, uh, how about we review a little bit uh, last year results? Um, how how did you do in in fantasy? Uh, well, in uh, just so we start off right, I've got two dynasty leagues and one redraft league that I play. Aside from my DFS addiction, we'll call it, um, my one dynasty league I did not do very well in. Uh, I finished with uh, four wins, which isn't great, uh, but I had one of those years where I had the second most points in the league scored against me. So... Uh, I just kind of ran into the buzzsaw every week. Yeah, that that can be that, that could be something that's uh, you know it's it's unfortunate, but it, it happens to the best of us <laughs> and the worst of us, as I can attest to. We uh, <laughs> that's a super flex league, so that you know you're starting two QBs every week, so that that's kind of fun. Uh, if you've ever participated in one of those, it's it's different. It's a whole new beast. I like it. I like it. Uh, and then. Um, and my other dynasty, uh, I am on the cusp of being really competitive, but I have the uh, number one overall pick coming up, Ooh, and it's a rookie pick, so you know uh, Saquon's coming. I was going to say, can you say Quan? I definitely can, Saquon. I have turned down trade offer after trade offer, let me tell you. I can't blame you. You gotta, you, you you gotta see what that guy can do for you. He's he's got some uh, pretty exciting skills that he's uh, bringing to the league. So, I, I, yeah, I'm just hoping that hamstring isn't uh, linger. Yeah, well, you know, he he he. Uh, it, it they're probably playing it up a little bit. It's preseason. They're gonna rest him. I, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I I think that offense is going to be a lot different from last year. Uh, I sure hope so because it was a pretty ugly thing up there in New York. That is an understatement and a half. I don't know which was worse, their offense or McAdoo's hairstyle. <laughs> I love it. So for me, I've kind of really uh, throttled back my season long. I I only actually have one league that I'm playing this year, and that's the oh wow. That's the Click Clack League. It's a 10-team league redraft. We do the auction draft, which I find to be pretty uh, pretty freaking exciting. Uh, it's, it's, it's a fun 
fun way to kick off the season and uh, we we all get in the same room we're on, we're online drafting but uh we're all together so you you can bet there's plenty of trash talk and, uh, <laughs> the whole fun of drafting absolutely and so uh, i made the playoffs last year i i rode uh i rode the deshaun watson rocket there for the first part of the season uh, got me to the top and i hung on to make the playoffs and Ended up finishing in third in that one, so hopefully, I'm uh, poised to take down the title. Yeah, you're you're knocking on the door. But uh, you know, not only do we play season long, but I think we've really uh, the last couple of seasons gotten into a little bit of a daily fantasy sport uh, football on DraftKings. Uh, we we do a league every week, and uh, that that's always very fun and you know i don't know about you josh but i sometimes find it hard to limit my weekly play so i'm really gonna have to focus on my bankroll management luckily i had one nice little score last year yeah the uh the limiting your budget thing uh, is a little tough especially when you can't make decisions you know if you've got five different rosters that you want to play it's real easy to add that up so quarter arcade uh, I do, quarter arcade <laughs> I I do find that uh you know having a limited budget going into it helps out a lot when actually trying to limit how many <laughs> rosters you play Well you know maybe uh this year is uh is the time one of us hits it big Oh wouldn't that be nice Absolutely absolutely So I have no problem retiring on DFS <laughs> Oh, that, that that would be lovely. But uh, you know, we don't we don't purport to be experts here. We're just gonna give our uh, weekly ramblings, and and hopefully you find it a little entertaining and can get a little bit of value out of the research uh, and success or failures that we come across here on the another bad call podcast. Multiple meanings, multiple meanings. Why? Whatever do you mean, sir? Well, you know, what, <laughs> what what call was wrong tonight? You know, I'm I'm actually watching the game right now. I recorded it. Uh, you know, I went out for a run today, so I didn't have a chance to watch from the beginning. And so I'm watching actually now while we're while we're recording. I, I can imagine the new the new rules that they put out there with the uh, lowering of the helmet, uh, personal fouls that that have been. Uh, seemingly phantom yet a lot of yellow laundry on the floor uh so far this preseason is not going to go over too well with you uh yeah they left the rule a little too vague you know in my humble opinion uh i guess they had a, a committee meeting about it yesterday or maybe it was today and decided not to change anything other than one little wording in there about uh inadvertent helmet is now okay well so uh, we'll see if that changes things i guess you know during the preseason they they were told just throw the flag as much as you can let's get stuff on tape i'm hoping that doesn't carry over into the regular season or games are going to be just unbearable to watch yeah you know before long they'll be wearing uh they'll be wearing flags by mid-season if they keep it up that way so uh but you know, we'll we'll see. I, I I would tend to agree with you. I'm sure that uh, 
the preseason they're going to overemphasize and probably pull back a little bit once once the real games start. Yeah. Ooh, Terod Taylor. Ooh, I think he's hurt. Yeah, I I heard that uh, he he had a wrist injury there. So I just saw that play that just came on. Now, if that tells you how far behind I am. <laughs> well, since we're recording, it doesn't tell anybody anything. So, but you know what? That means uh, it could be Baker Mayfield time. It uh, looks like that's going to be the case. Uh, that did not look good. So he would not be my QB of the week. <laughs> speaking <laughs> speaking of quarterbacks, that's the uh, perfect segue here. Um, in this uh, segment, uh, on a normal week, we're going to probably break down what we feel each of us is a positional player of the week at quarterback, running back, and receiver. Um, but this week we're going to just go ahead and kind of give what, what are you thinking for – season long it might not be the number one overall quarterback but somebody that you might be targeting uh for value or um or or that you can see ending up on your roster uh wherever your your draft may be um the quarterback yeah uh i mean obviously as i mentioned i'm in two dynasty leagues so from that standpoint i'm kind of locked in uh, and I was fortunate enough to get Russell Wilson in both of those. Uh, so I'm kind of riding the Russell Wilson train, if you will. Uh, from a value standpoint in my redraft, I'm kind of intrigued by Mahomes. Uh, guy's got a big arm. He's got some weapons around him. Uh, I'm hoping if I can get him towards the you know later half of the draft. I mean, it's an auction draft, so I'm hoping I can get some value out of him later on yeah that that's an certainly an interesting pick they they've uh they've still got Andy Reid but they're they lost their offensive coordinator uh, he's got a couple of real nice weapons there uh, I don't I don't hate that I think myself I'm probably uh looking at somebody that I can get pretty cheap on an auction value possibly a uh Philip Rivers or Quietly, Matthew Stafford is just uh, on pace to put up the most yards ever by a quarterback, which is really unbelievable. Um, but with that said, I might really be targeting Drew Brees. I last year he had his worst output from a uh, touchdown standpoint. Uh, they got Mark Ingram suspended there. I think they're going to try to air it out a little bit more in New Orleans again. So I, I think sneaky, I think you can get some real sneaky value with Drew Brees this year. Yeah, I, I would totally agree with you on that call. Uh, even with him being a down year, he still had 23 touchdowns last year. And uh, I think it was something like they had a ratio of like, 1.2 rushing touchdowns to one passing touchdown so he wasn't they weren't too far off from that and uh, they've added some receiving weapons so I think he might be a good call there if you can get some good value out of him we'll see you know you always go into an auction with with a plan and uh, it, it it takes one one nomination to throw that whole thing out of whack so <laughs> it, it could be it, it it could be there you know or I could end up uh, blowing my wad and uh, having Aaron Rodgers on my team, but 
you know, that, that wouldn't be the worst of things either. Now let me, let me ask you what's your backup plan if Stafford and Breeze go just way out of control. At this point, I'm still, still looking, but I don't really anticipate me paying for um, quarterback, paying up for quarterback in the auction. I'd like to really, I think that I could get uh, two quarterbacks for like even no more than 5% of my budget uh, so I can really spend up at, uh, at running back this year. We'll see though. Like I said, one, you know, one little uh, value jumps in front of you right at the beginning of that draft and all of a sudden your budget uh, allocations have uh, gone by the wayside. That's right. If you want to make God laugh, you tell him your draft plans. So, what what about uh, what about running back? Oh, you know that's a that's a real fun one because there's just there seems to be so many more this year. Uh, you know, in previous years it was you know you've got one or two maybe that are just at the top tier, and then there's a definite drop down. Uh, it's starting to get a little more muddled. Uh, I was not on the Leonard Fournette hype train last year. Uh, I do think that he might be a good value this year. Uh, I'm really curious to see, I hate to say it, what Dalvin Cook does. Because uh, he looked really exciting before he got hurt. You know, you, you never want to see a, a, a divisional rival have a stud running back. Yeah, it is true. I think the Vikings this year, though, they they're going to be one of those top three teams. They've got they've got a lot of weapons and uh, adding adding Drew Cousins, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Drew, Kirk Cousins. You know, Drew Brees is the younger brother. Yeah, no, Kirk Cousins <laughs> uh, to the mix. Uh, he, he's uh, that that offense. I think is has got the potential to just absolutely explode, and their defense is is top notch already. So yeah, I totally agree. I think if, if I'm going to go just pure value, somebody I can get cheap and hope to get the best out of, uh, Joe Mixon, I think is poised for a step up this year. Uh, interesting. Yeah. You're not, you're not worried about geo Bernard at all. You know, I really like geo. I do. Um, but I think, I think Mixon is just right there. You saw flashes of it towards the end of the year last year. And if a second year under, uh, what's his name, Laser, will help him out, you know, let's see what happens. I mean, I don't, I think Mixon definitely has some some skills that that are going to translate, but anytime there's a timeshare involved, it's not going to be somebody that I'm going to target as my prime running back now in this day and age running backs a lot of teams are going with the timeshare um which which makes it even more i think vital that if you can put your hands on one of those top really really we got a a tier one top four uh i think with Gurley, bell johnson and elliott and then you got like tier one a with barkley Kamara, uh, maybe, maybe Kareem Hunt, Melvin Gordon in that next. It's we'll we'll see. I, I'm not sold on Kareem Hunt, but 
Um, for me, I think that the guy I would be really hoping to get my hands on is David Johnson. And the reason I say that is because I think he, while he's he's being talked about in that top four, he's fresh. He was off all last year. It wasn't an injury to his leg. So it, it's not like you got to worry about him losing a step. I really think that that he's he is positioned to have a big year. The only thing you got to maybe worry about a little bit there is that offensive line. So, um, and yeah, are you worried at all with having a new new head coach, new QB? That you know, there's just so much change that usage. You know, how are they going to use him? I I think that means that uh, the offense is going to go through him. A lot. I think that really he's gonna. That means with with the new quarterback and everything. I think they're they're gonna put it in his hands. He he's that dual threat guy that you know you hand him the ball or you throw it to him and uh, he's he can split out wide and and haul the ball in on the on the wing. So I mean we'll see. I. I uh, I think that you probably can't go wrong with any of those top four guys. As far as a guy that I think is being overlooked or maybe uh, people are down on a little bit is uh, Jordan Howard. I think that uh, with Matt Nagy, he could uh, he could surprise some people this year. Yeah, I think people seem to think that – with Cohen being there and being more of the uh, receiving or being perceived as more of the receiving back, that Jordan Howard's going to be used a lot less often. Uh, and I would say that they're going to, you're going to see a lot more of two running back sets where maybe Cohen goes out into the slot. Yeah, it's definitely something, something to be seen. You know, the, these coaches don't let uh, any of the fun tricks out of the bag in the preseason. So I'm. I'll be interested to see what happens once once they lay some up in September. Yeah, I will say that I've been uh, happy to see that they've played some interesting uh, play calls in preseason. And if that's just a little taste and not showing anything, it should be exciting. Yeah, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. And uh, what are you thinking about guys who uh, run down, uh, jump up, and? get creamed over the middle or on the outside for a living uh there there's uh seem to be a lot of depth at wide receiver this year yeah receiver is one of those positions where uh because there's so many of them it's a little easier to find value uh but again you've got your top tier guys obviously you know you hit your top we'll say top four Really, you know, you've got your Antonio Brown, your Julio Jones, um, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I mean, you can throw AJ Green or Larry Fitzgerald in there, however you want to look at it. Uh, what about Odell, man? Yeah, so Odell's going to be interesting. Um, you know, I hate to keep using that word, but, you know, he didn't play for, you know, what, pretty much most of the season last year. So uh, we'll see how he is coming back from that injury. Uh, I guess they're working on his new contract. I, I thought that might come into play with how hard he plays. Uh, 
But when you got a guy that can make the just freak catches that he makes, he's always got to be in the mix. But again, new offense, you know, new offensive coordinator. Really old quarterback. A lot of mouths to feed. You know, you've you've got a good young tight end. You've got a you know another receiver in Sterling Shepard that's shown some promise, and then of course Saquon. So, yeah. uh, you know the the guy I'm big on right now. Uh, you mentioned Drew Brees earlier. Is actually Michael Thomas. Uh, yeah, he's a good young receiver, and he, I mean he finished sixth in yards last year. Then I think that number is going to go up this year. He's he's definitely uh, getting some some preseason buzz on the uh, on some of the other shows and uh, analysts that I follow. He's he's big and and fast, and and I think that uh, with Ingram being suspended for the first four games, and uh, while Alvin Kamara was incredible last year, I I don't think they can pile up the attempts on him so they're they're gonna have to at least start out the season by throwing the ball and uh, michael thomas is he he's a beast uh the guy that um really pains me to to talk about as far as one of my favorite uh targets is as a bears fan but uh Devontae adams he just goes up and 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 his he his address is in the end zone that guy has a touchdown rate that seems almost unsustainable, but he just keeps doing it. So uh, with with a healthy Aaron Rodgers, I think this guy is poised to take that step into that top five uh, overall receiver uh, this coming year. Yeah, his, his touchdown to reception rate is crazy. Uh, Ten touchdowns on... 74 receptions. Uh, the only thing crazier than that was uh, Jimmy Graham's uh, 10 touchdowns on 57, which is something to think about when you're talking about Devontae Adams. Uh, you know, now they've got a, a true red zone threat. And uh, Devontae is, you know, one stiff wind away from another concussion. Yeah, that could be. But uh, how many different tight ends have they uh filtered through up there in uh, green bay and and aaron aaron Rodgers just doesn't seem to be the kind that really wants to uh target that tight end too much yeah after uh jermichael finley almost lost his nfl career that's uh that is a true story so yeah it should be interesting there's a lot of good players and and that's uh what makes this this time of year so exciting there's a lot of uh a lot of different ways you can look at things, uh, stats, and, and uh, looking at film, and 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 where the different puzzle pieces have end up falling together uh, to make up the rosters to start the season. Um, it, it's it's always fun. I I am for one cannot wait to get this this thing going this year. Um, you got anybody up your up your sleeve that that would maybe uh, make me say what what the heck are you thinking, buddy, um, for this year? I mean, that that's how I usually feel about most of your picks. So, <laughs> if it helps, that's how I feel about most of my picks as well. Uh, 
I don't know how off the wall it is, uh, but I'm always trying to find a good value play at uh, tight end because, you know, as you know, a tight end can actually make or break, you know, winning from week to week. Uh, so I'm actually keeping an eye on Austin Hooper this year, uh, you know, tight end for the Falcons. Uh, I think he's going into his third year now, hoping he's taking a step forward. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of weapons on that team, you know, and you can't guard everybody. So I'm hoping he gets a little love across the middle there. Uh, that that's certainly an interesting pick. The uh, the Falcons are due for some uh, touchdown regression in the positive. Uh, direction this year they well two two seasons ago they they were crushing it last season uh, under steve sarkisian they were they were up there in yardage they just couldn't uh, get the ball over the end end line uh which which was making the julio owners uh cry into their towels but uh i, I don't hate it uh I, I i think it's somebody that you could uh Definitely, definitely uh, get some gift for pretty cheap. Uh, for me, I I'm in the same boat. It's, it's kind of hard to say. Is it off the wall so far this year? Uh, when when they haven't really played a, a snap yet, <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm digging I'm digging on my boy Dion Lewis. Uh, I know that that in Tennessee they got some weapons there, and 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 Derrick Henry uh, is just a freaking monster. But but that guy, when he starts running, it's like his shoelaces are tied together. I think they're gonna figure out pretty quick that that Dion Lewis is a man that that can uh, get him to the promised land. He. I, I I could never understand why uh, New England would let him get get them down inside the five and then they take him off the field because that guy did all the work for them last year. Yeah, the, the Deion Lewis one's actually really interesting uh, for me because one, I've got Derrick Henry and on one of my teams and I I absolutely love Derrick Henry, but you're right when he starts running, uh, it's it's almost the equivalent of like watching a rhino get up to charging speed. Like it, it takes, it takes a minute, but once they do look out, uh, and I think they are going to move on from that smash mouth, you know, one, two combo that they've been doing with Murray and Henry. And so I think you're right. I think Dion Lewis could be uh, a very good sneaky value play because people are overlooking him. Yeah, it it should be interesting. That Tennessee team, uh, I think they might surprise some people this year. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, They're playing in a tough division this year. Yeah, that's 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 for sure. Uh, I think a lot of people are anxiously awaiting to see what Andrew Luck can do uh, for the Colts if if his he can keep his. Uh, arm attached to his body and and hopefully help out some uh value um for ty hilton owners and jack doyle and 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 the crew down there yeah what do you what do you think about indianapolis's backfield 
who do you got back there that you would take? Uh, I, I don't hard, know. Hard who, pressed. Who, who do who do they have? Do they have anybody? Because uh, it seems like it's uh, it's kind of a take your pick this week kind of situation down there. Yeah, they're having a rough go of it. Uh, you know, it looked like Marlon Mack was going to be the guy. And then, you know, they go and draft uh, Naeem Hines and Jordan Wilkins. You know, and then Mack gets hurt. But uh, the little bit of the game that I watched uh, last, was it Monday night? Yeah, Monday night the Colts and Ravens played. Uh, and it looked like both Hines and Wilkins were having a hard time holding on to the ball. So, it looks like there's going to be a, a carousel there. The Colts, the Seahawks, the Redskins, those are all things that I do not want any part of their backfields this year. <laughs> no Chris Carson love, huh? No, no, not not feeling it. But, uh, I mean, right. it, it remains to be seen, but it, it's definitely uh, we're, we're going to uh, have to uh, – Make some, make a few wagers this year. I think. Uh, I I know you you like to uh, take a little. Uh, what do we call uh, informed chances? Shall we say, uh, poker player, little uh, DFS. You know, I, I am an intelligent risk taker. Yeah, I like it. I like it. We're obviously obviously we're cut from the same cloth. Some of us uh, have a little higher tolerance for risk than others, but uh, we 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 definitely like to uh, throw it on the line, and and, and especially when it's head to head. So we'll be making making some wagers. We're we're going to develop a segment that we finish off uh, the show with each week. Um, I think. Uh, I don't. I don't really have a good one. You got any uh, any ideas for what we should uh, maybe start off the season? Maybe a season long bet or ooh, a season long one. Well, you know we've been focusing on DFS and talking about how we did last year. Uh, we can do a nice, uh, simple one from the get go of uh, profit for the year. Or loss, you know, who's who's got the smallest loss or greatest profit? Okay, well, I I, I feel you there. I, I know that uh, sometimes I may uh, put a little bit more out there than than you. Uh, yeah, we'll a, have to do a, a so maybe, percentage. Maybe we'll do <laughs> maybe we'll do it off of a percentage. I, I like that. We'll throw it out and uh, let's call it a uh, what do you want to call it? You. Uh, uh, a six pack, a four pack of beer, or you want to go something a little, little, uh, a, a bottle of bourbon on this one? I think a uh, season long, we go bottle of bourbon. I like it. I like it. So, uh, we're, we're going to go head to head, uh, on, on percentage, not, not our head to head matchup. We, we do that every week anyway, but, uh, our, our season, our percentage, um, what do we, what do you want to call it? You want to go, uh, uh, cash games only you want to do um, overall or you know or do you think just uh, tournament can be a little uh, a little volatile well you know we have our weekly league let's let's play it off of our weekly 
Okay. That way we got we got witnesses. Perfect. Perfect. Um, but anyway, I, I'm looking forward to to doing this podcast with you on a week to week basis. Uh, from time to time, we're going to try to bring in some guests, maybe from our uh, our DraftKings league that we have. Maybe some of our other buddies who are into uh, fantasy football, or 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 even just uh, fun guys to talk to. Uh, it should be fun. Hopefully, we don't bore the crap out of you. Hopefully, you get a little bit of uh, value, probably more entertainment-wise than uh, <laughs> than expertise. But uh, we're along for the ride with you. Um, and in that vein, um, we uh, you can you can find us. There's a couple places you can find us on Twitter. You can find us at another bad call. You can look us up on Facebook and on Instagram under the same name. Uh, Josh, uh, where, where, where can people find you? Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, you can, uh, check me out at JD West 22. Okay. You get, you doing any of the Instagram or anything like that? You know, I, I'm not as active on Instagram, uh, but uh, that is the same name. So if you do the JD West 22, you will find me on Instagram as well. Sweet, sweet. And uh, you can find me at Justin M. West on Twitter and on Instagram, JMW1977. Uh, and we, we hope that uh, you'll interact with us, send us uh, questions, uh, give us a hard time because that's what we're good at. And uh, let us know what you'd like to hear from us. So uh, for for Justin, uh, Josh, uh, any any last words you'd like to throw at us? Yeah, no, yeah, you you hit us up on social media with the uh, you know players that you you are looking at, uh, you know, because this is as much for us as well too. So uh, as much interaction as possible is great because you may have a player that we're completely overlooking and it'll just add to the conversation that we get to have every week. Sweet. So yeah, give us the likes, give us the shares, give us the comments. We're looking to uh, making this a a weekly uh, therapy session. So uh, for Josh, I'm Justin and we are another bad call.